Do you have a bully inside your head telling you that you're not good enough? Do you lean towards self-defeat? Do you have trouble believing in yourself? And are you dying to learn how to become the perfect version of you? A you that you dream about? If you answered yes, then you're like me, and this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Journey to Worthy podcast. This is a podcast for people who want to feel strong, to help awaken the force within you, to learn tools and tips for living an extraordinary life, because everyone deserves to feel powerful, to create a life that they love. I'm your host, Jeremy Long, and I want to share my journey with you. Welcome to the Journey to Worthy. Hi there, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Journey to Worthy podcast. Today, I have a very interesting topic to introduce you to, and that is one of my favorites, actually, and it is known as the saboteur or the inner critic. So what what is this? This is that voice. This is that voice inside, that self-sabotaging inner critic voice, the voice of doubt that holds you back and stops you from creating a life you deserve. Now, I'm sure you all know the voice I'm talking about. It tells you that you shouldn't take risks. It's too scary. It tells you not to bother trying. It's part of you that stops you from moving forward. It's that part that turns against yourself, that talks all kinds of negativity to us. It's the bully from the inside, and it slowly breaks down your self-esteem, leaving you feeling worthless, foolish, alone, and filled with doubt. (sighs) I know, fun stuff, right? Well, today I'm going to go through the five W's of the saboteur inner critic, the five W questions. What is it? Why is it a thing? When does it show up? Who is this saboteur? Because good news for you, it's actually not you. Where did it come from? And to be complete, I will discuss how to address it, how to stop it. So first... What is the saboteur? And for some of us, there are many, many different voices that show up, cause us to feel guilt, shame, doubt, overall, just small. This is a constant stream of negative thoughts and fears that creep in, saying, you're not good enough, you can't do this. I think these are the beasts in our mind who birth anxiety into our existence and into our bodies. Brene Brown, actually, uh, the shame and vulnerability researcher, she refers to these voices as gremlins in her book, uh, Daring Greatly. So these are the monsters inside of our minds that we try to avoid and ignore. And we try to prove that they are wrong, but that we don't really feel like we have control over sometimes. I don't know about you, but these just creep in and take over. And especially for people like me who are trying to grow rapidly, start a business or excel beyond your current existence, the inner critic is that voice that speaks the fears and doubts from the corners of your mind and brings them to life, making your dreams and goals feel impossible. It's, it's like a strategic targeted attack from a not so foreign intelligence that is created from our experience and our memories from our childhood. And it exists as an emotional assassin on standby that operates covertly within our own psyche, waiting to strike. A fatal blow to our self-esteem basically leads us to sabotaging any success, terminating all of our confidence and self-worth. 
Sounds a little bit dramatic, right? Well, good. Now you won't forget it. So this is the voice of defeat and doubt. So for me, this is the voice that showed up when I was 12 years old and I was still wetting the bed when my mom would get upset with me and the voice said, something's wrong with you. Or when my single mom was raising two kids on almost no money and couldn't afford for us to do field trips, the voice said, you don't deserve anything good. It's when my dad moved away when I was four and didn't show up for a lot of my childhood, the voice said, you aren't good enough and you don't deserve to be loved. It's when I was 215 pounds in grade nine and I was too nervous to take my shirt off around my friends or I wasn't able to do the physical activities everyone else did. It was a voice that said, you're ugly and you're fat and you're never going to be fit. You're never going to be an athlete and no one likes you. It was during puberty when I started getting random erections at the most inopportune times, like the gym locker room during physical education class, and I would hide in a stall until people were gone. But the boys would say things through the door, like, why are you hiding? Are you afraid you'll get a boner, faggot? How did they know? How did they know I was going to be gay? So the voice would say, you're different. Something's wrong with you. You're not normal. It's the same voice that has continued to show up over the years time and time again that tells me not to bother trying. It holds me back from believing I'm worthy or capable of great experiences, great relationships. It just shows up. And it takes place in two different ways. It's the voice that stops us from trying things in fear that we won't excel. How many things have you not gone to try, dreamt about, but not actually gone for? And for others, it's the voice that sacrifices the things we already have created. Perhaps it leads you to act out in behaviors that sabotage what you have or what you're working toward because of fear. It's self-sabotage, self-destruction, and for anyone who has suffered with substance abuse, like me, or addiction, you know this voice the most. This is a voice that says, things are going well. Just go ahead. Have a drink or, or do some more. Have another. It's fine. You can handle it. You can deal with the consequences later. And then it switches sides after you've gone too far and gives you a boatload of shame and guilt that makes you feel even worse. And for those of us that are in recovery, this we know all too well. This is the danger zone. But it shows up everywhere. It shows up when you try something new, the voice of doubt creeps in. Even if it's something that you're passionate about, the voice will try to convince you to quit, back out, run away, so that you don't embarrass yourself. Or perhaps you've you maybe managed this voice a little bit. You've had some successes. You felt confident, successful for a time, and then something happens. A small mistake at work or in a relationship, a moment of weakness, and the voices flood your mind in a monsoon of doubt, tears down your confidence and self-worth and belittles you. You aren't good enough to be doing this. You're embarrassing yourself. What do you know? How can you really accomplish anything? I think you know the voice. Now, not only am I feeling down, 
because I'm believing that voice, but to add on, I'm also potentially feeling like an imposter. Maybe you even notice the voice. You think to yourself, wow, I'm so hard on myself. I suck at being positive. I always doubt myself. I've been that person. Have you ever heard yourself complaining to someone that you wish you believed in yourself more? And then you, they try to cheer you up saying, you're so hard on yourself. Stop it. Now you actually feel worse. This is, it's terrifying about the saboteur. You feel bad already because of the voices. And then you feel worse because you share it. You feel bad that you feel bad. It has these like deeper layers. It's like something out of the movie Inception. So this is also your saboteur and it is insidious. By the end of a day like this, I just want to curl up on the floor in the fetal position and die on my bathroom floor and never show myself in front of anyone ever again. I know it sucks. Well, and now that you have a hold on what it sounds like, there's a way to work with it. I promise. We just need to change how we see it. We need a new perspective. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. So first, why is this a thing? Well, the saboteur is there to preserve the status quo, basically to keep everything the same. So you don't go and try new things and you don't go out of your comfort zone. So if you imagine that there's a circle and everything inside the circle is what you already know, it's already what's going on in your life. It's what you have already. Anything outside of that circle is like the danger zone. It's unknown, it's new, it's exciting, but it's unknown. And to the saboteur, this is actually terrifying. And so basically it will tell you everything you need to hear to stop you from going outside of what you know, from going outside of that circle. So this is the thing, it's, it's crazy, but it's actually a member of your team and you have to learn to work with it. Cause I'm sorry, but it ain't going away. So what about when? When are the ways that it shows up? So honestly, for me, the bigger the dream, the louder the voice. Anytime I want to go outside of that circle, it gets loud. And so we have so many subconscious thoughts that go through our mind that are actually the saboteur at work. And, and they just bring you down slowly. So this might show up when you go on dates. You know, you feel like a little bit of doubt when you're sitting across from your date. Or you know what? Heck, before even going on the date, it talks you out of even going. In your career, it might hold you back from applying for jobs or stopping you from starting your business or stopping you from speaking up, standing up for yourself, speaking your mind. Maybe it stops you from stirring the pot because you don't want to ruffle anyone's feathers. It stops you from believing that you deserve more. Or perhaps in social scenarios, in a new situation where your saboteur speaks up when you're in a new circle and compares you to everyone else. You're not as successful as he is. You're not attractive enough. She won't like you. She's judging you. You should just leave. Or what about the gym? Maybe you haven't been in a while. You're feeling out of shape. You lift up a dumbbell. Maybe it's 30 pounds. And then it feels too heavy. You pick up the 20s. You look at the ripped guy beside you who's curling 40s. And the voice says, you're weak. You suck. You're too skinny, too fat. There's no point. You should just go home. Stop embarrassing yourself. Oh, my God. It's relentless, right? It's ridiculous. 
And listen, I get it. Maybe there's reasons you may not feel good about yourself. Like the voices maybe are telling the truth, that there's reason to believe them. Maybe like me, you were an addict. And like me, you've been on the street as a teenager. And maybe like me, you didn't get your grade 12 until you were 22 and you went back to a work program. And like me, you had shame when you had to apply for a job and they found out that you had a police record. And maybe like me, you felt embarrassed to go on dates with guys and have to tell them why you can't drink in your 20s because you're sober and you're in recovery. Knowing that as you're telling them, the voice inside your head is saying, see, you're a loser. They're not going to want to date you. Okay, but maybe, maybe it gets quiet for a while. You know, life is going well. You've had some wins, some successes. Maybe things are actually getting really exciting. Maybe you went to college or did a degree in criminology like me. Maybe you ended yourself up in a decent job, actually, and you're doing pretty well. Maybe you've even found yourself a boyfriend. And then, without any warning, you'll be told off by your boss. Or you'll be made to feel small at work and don't want to speak up for yourself. Or you embarrass yourself somewhere in a social group or in your family. Or maybe you hurt your boyfriend's feelings. Or maybe they dump you. Maybe you even get fired from your job. And the voice comes back full force. Bam! You're never going to pull this off. You don't know what you're doing. You can't trust these people. Something bad is going to happen. This isn't good enough. You should have worked harder. They don't like you. They don't know how hard it is for you. You should quit. You should run. It's not worth it. Suddenly it's back. Louder than ever. And if it couldn't get any worse, now maybe you've done something to sabotage yourself. Maybe you've quit. You've bailed. And you make up a story of why you need out of something. You resent others. You ultimately judge people and yourself. And it basically leaves you again feeling miserable at home, wondering what happened. Oh, and then you lie to yourself claiming it wasn't the right fit. Okay, well, I think you get it now. So this, this is your saboteur, everyone. Welcome. Introducing your saboteur. And guess what? Sort of good news. No, unfortunately, it doesn't go away. Better. Everyone has one or many. It's actually universal. Even the most successful, beautiful, talented people in the world, they have these. The big shot actors out there, the models, they all have these inner gremlins or critics or saboteurs. They've just learned how to manage it. And in some cases, it's faking it. Now, for the who, who is this inner voice of darkness? Well, let's get to know yours. So there's a, an author, his name is Shirzad Shamin, who wrote the book on positive intelligence. And if you actually go to his website, positiveintelligence.com, you can actually take a quiz to get to know who your saboteurs are. So this is actually really useful for people that are trying to achieve their potential because this helps them get clear on those voices. And so he talks about there's, there's actually nine different kinds, but they all, they all live under one basically umbrella, and that is the judge. 
So the judge, we all have a judge. Imagine a bus of characters and you carry some of these with you. And so everyone's got the judge on the bus. So the judge beats you up repeatedly over mistakes or shortcomings, warns you to obsess about future risks, wakes you up in the middle of the night worrying, gets you fixated on what's wrong with others or with you. So the judge actually activates the other top saboteurs. So based on what your priorities are, this activates different voices that tell you how to act that can help in some cases, it can actually help you. But ultimately when they get let to run the show, when they get given too much energy, they make you miss out on a lot of happiness. So if you're worried about independence, your saboteur might have you show up as a controller, dominating people, or a perfectionist working overtime to be right, or maybe you become an avoider, avoiding situations and conflict completely if they're not going to go your way. If you're like me and you seek acceptance and belonging, your saboteur may have you turn into a competitive hyperachiever, knowing you're a big success, you'll get what you want. But even when you achieve it, the voice doesn't go away. It's not good enough. Or maybe it tells you to be a pleaser, always helping, rescuing others, forgetting about yourself, but then you end up resenting those that you've helped. And you have transactional relationships. Why don't they do what I want after all I've done for them? Which can lead to being a victim where the saboteur convinces you you have been wronged and a fixation on how you're right becomes what the focus is. No one understands you. You'll always be alone and you end up pushing people away. Or lastly, if you're focused on security and having enough, your saboteur may have you always doing and being busy. Maybe you're restless because you take time to stop. That means you aren't working hard enough. You would be seen as lazy and sometimes you're unfulfilled. Or maybe you're always waiting for the other shoe to drop. Things are too good to be true meaning you have a hypervigilant saboteur that keeps you on edge. And lastly, maybe your saboteur has you just shut off from emotions. You stay hyper-rational to keep yourself safe. So I really actually focus on acceptance. My saboteur shows up as the achiever. I have to be the best so that you see me as being the best. And then even when I accomplish it, even when I graduated university, first in my family, I didn't feel the success. I felt like, what now? It wasn't good enough. I also show up as the pleaser. I want you all to like me. I'm afraid of hurting your feelings. I'm afraid to speak up. And I've played the victim a lot in my life, especially in career. And it stopped working for me. Listening to these voices stopped working for me. And I guarantee one of these voices shows up in your head. And it's understandable if it's overwhelming. It may be new to put words to it. So don't think about it too much. But it's also, it's also okay. And it's also okay that these are here. And sometimes they blend in. Maybe some of them will show up in different ways. But you have a voice. And the point is you become aware of it. And my biggest news for you, guess what? The point is here that... These voices, they are not you. And you can get a handle on your saboteurs. So where does this voice of doom come from? Well, a lot of it does come from those who we were around when we were young. Gary Bishop, um, author and speaker, 
uh, talks about this in a couple of his books that I'll put in the show notes. Um, but basically what we were thrown into when we were young, we create these core beliefs about ourselves from those experiences and those become those voices, the voices of doubt. I'll get, I'll get onto that in a later episode on core beliefs. But basically, we, we continue to act out throughout our life based on these beliefs. And sometimes this harms ourselves. And, and sometimes it even impacts those around us. So to get a visual on what a saboteur is like, I'll give you extreme examples. So if you've watched the Umbrella Academy on Netflix, Vanya from the Umbrella Academy, her, her saboteur basically is like that dark side that comes out. And she has these beliefs that everyone's against me and I'm not good enough. And then she lashes out when her dark side takes over. That's her saboteur. Or another example is Jean Grey in X-Men. She's got the same thing. So she's got this energy inside of her that if, if she gives it too much power, it turns into the phoenix and she attacks those around her. It's this belief that I have to protect myself and I'm not good enough. So these, these are both compelled by their saboteurs to fight for independence. And they want acceptance. And they're worried if they don't act that their security will be in jeopardy and they'll be unhappy. And it's exhausting to live this way, listening to that voice. Now to the good stuff. How to stop it. And I have to tell you that just like in the movie Gremlins... We need to expose these monsters to the light. We need to face them, to really see them, to get to know them. It's like that saying, you know, keep your friends close and your enemies closer. The thing is, once you get to know your saboteur and what they're saying, you can see the fear behind it. You can actually start to see that we've created these fears with our child mind and we've carried them into our adulthood and now they're hurting us. They're not serving us anymore. They've kept us safe, but they're not allowing us to expand and excel and grow and move forward. So first things first, get to know your saboteur. So what I'd like to do is to take you through an exercise. And we're going to do a visualization. We're going to get to know your saboteur. And based on what I've said so far, you might have an idea of what the saboteur is, what it says to you. But now we're going to give it more context. Okay, so if you if you can sit down somewhere or save this for later when you can be alone and close your eyes, somewhere comfortable, take a big breath in. And imagine yourself just walking through a forest and you are aware that there's something following you, some eerie, edgy feeling that's come over you. And you look over your shoulder and you see it. It's been following you for a long time, for your whole life actually. And this is your saboteur. And you don't feel in danger, you just feel like it's holding you down. And when you look at it, it's scary at first. It's uncomfortable to look at, but you know that you must face it because it's time. It's time to look your saboteur in the face and see what it's all about. How does the saboteur show up for you? 
What does it look like? Notice how you feel in your body when it's around. Check your body now. Do a scan and see what you're feeling, knowing that this doubt, this voice of doubt, this darkness is around you. How does it impact you when it speaks? Do you feel angry or sad or small or nervous or afraid? Or maybe it's unfamiliar and you don't know what you're feeling. Or maybe it's almost comforting because it's been there your whole life. You're so used to this saboteur being around. What does the saboteur say to you? Is it a man? A woman? A human? Is it an animal? Or is it something not real at all? Is it a mist or a color? If it's human, what does their face look like? Are they tall, short, young or old, heavy or skinny? Is it ugly? Is it handsome? Is it pretty? Maybe you ask your saboteur, why do you speak to me this way? What do you want from me? And why do you sound so loud? And perhaps you look at your saboteur and you see that it's actually trying to protect you from pain, from risk, from humiliation. They're just scared. And they cover that with anger and fear and doubt. Maybe you can look at your saboteur and you can acknowledge them for trying to protect you, for trying to help you, even if they come on too strong, even if it hurts. And maybe you tell your saboteur they can sit on the sidelines for a while, that you're capable of handling this and that you've got it from here. And when you say that, how does your saboteur respond? Perhaps you thank them for their concern. You acknowledge their fears. And maybe you see that these, these fears are not yours. They belong to your saboteur. They come from a child mind. They're not yours anymore. They don't belong to you. You want to enjoy your life, to be happy and successful, to try new things, to build relationships, to create a life you love. And these voices don't fit with that vision anymore, do they? Tell your saboteur you appreciate their concern, but you got this. And the last thing, what is your saboteur's name? And take a big breath in. And please come back. Come back to me. Join me on the journey to worthy here. Now that you have access to your saboteur, now you can face it. Now you can be aware of it. And so I'll tell you about mine really quickly. My saboteur is, is his name is Jimmy. And he, 
looks like a college jock. He's really attractive. And whenever I was around him, I imagined him saying things that bullied me, that made me feel like I wasn't attractive enough or successful enough or smart enough. And Jimmy's actually really cunning and he's tricky. And he's actually just actually really insecure himself. So just start keeping a profile of who your saboteur is, when they show up, what do they say? And, and remember that they aren't real. They're not actually you, but, but carry them with kindness. And next time you're feeling down, like when you're scanning your body, if you're feeling down or alone or stress or anxiety or self-doubt or frustration, all those feelings that come from the saboteur, regret, shame, guilt, unhappiness, just ask yourself, whoa, is my saboteur around? Look over that shoulder and see if they're here. If you're obsessing, if you're rehearsing a conversation or overthinking or can't decide, check yourself because your saboteur is probably with you and suddenly has taken over. So the first part is getting to know who that saboteur is. The second part, second tool, address them. Have a conversation with your saboteur. Listen to what they're saying. Thank them for their concern. Ask them if they could go for a walk while you're at this job interview or while you're giving this presentation or when you're talking to your partner, ask them, mindfully ask them to leave your house. Imagine them walking out the door and you closing it. Imagine them waiting at home, leave them at home or lock them outside. And when they creep in, because they will, just do it again. Visualize them leaving. Lock them out. And notice yourself now, now that they don't have control, now that they don't have the power, now that the voices aren't there anymore. How do you feel now? And check the facts. Is there reason to believe these statements from your saboteur are even real? If you really look at what's going on, ask yourself what they're saying. Is that true? And thirdly, this is also a trick. These voices are in your head. So to get out of that dangerous neighborhood of your mind and into the present moment, practice mindfulness. Do something that brings you back to this moment. It doesn't matter what it is. Go and make your bed, but do it mindfully. Wash the dishes. Walk. Meditate. Even bend down, touch your toes, and clap the ground with your hand. And do it mindfully. And stand up or jump and say, I got this. And laugh at your saboteur for being such a Debbie Downer, which, by the way, is one of my clients' names for their saboteur, Debbie Downer. I just have to tell you that my saboteur has been running my life for a long time, even up until I was turning 30, getting sober for the second time, and believing that I wasn't capable of, of big things. And you know what? I have done things and broken through that and I've done them anyways. I've gone traveling, I've gotten amazing jobs, I've started my own practice as a coach and I have accomplished these things. The voice still shows up, but I can face it now. To close today, I wanna to stress that this tool has been one of the most impactful that I've learned. It 
I believe it's provided me the most change in my life over the past year. And if you actually practice this, getting to know your saboteur, the first step. Second, acknowledging it, thanking it for its concern, telling it that you got this, addressing it. You know what? You can even tell your friends and family about their saboteur and have them help you by pointing it out when your saboteur shows up. Get them to ask, is your saboteur in charge right now? Who's driving your bus? And the fourth, lastly, being mindful, getting out of your head, living in the present moment. These tools take so much power away from the saboteur, from that monkey brain, from those gremlins, from the emotional assassins in your mind. You deserve to live a life free of doubt and fear. You deserve self-confidence and self-worth. And have fun with this. Invent this character and laugh at it because it's so ridiculous. So please try this. Please stay tuned for future episodes where I get to teach you even more tools in feeling powerful and awakening the force within you. And get to know your saboteur this week. Please send me a message. I love to hear what your saboteur's name is and who they're all about. I hope that you enjoy this. Uh, Please take care and I'll talk to you again next week. Okay, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Journey to Worthy. I hope that you enjoyed this episode and you can check out the show notes with links to the video on the Inner Critic and on some other resources from the show at journeytoworthy.com. Please subscribe on iTunes, leave a rating and review so that we can reach more people with the Journey to Worthy. And you can also get to know me more on Instagram at Journey to Jeremy. Thanks for tuning in and everyone will speak to you next week.